Hello everyone, and welcome to another episode of Tales from the Blue Cottage. If you're new here, then welcome. Um, thank you for listening in. Uh, if you're a return listener, then thank you for following us along with us uh, on this journey. Um, if you guys are enjoying the content and you would like to support us, there's a couple ways you can do that. You can go check us out on TikTok at Blue Cottage D&D, um, and you can also check us out on Instagram at Blue Cottage D&D. Um, you, if you really, really, really like us and you would like to help support us and help us bring more, more uh, unique and cool content to the table um, uh, for, for all of you out there, then you can go check us out on uh, MidnightStrayCandleCo.com, where we make uh, homemade, fantasy-inspired, scented candles to help enhance your tabletop experience. And also, now included on the website, is Handmade Resin Dice. Which sell like hotcakes if you want them. You definitely need to be following us on Instagram uh, at Midnight Street Candle Co. so you can uh, see when those drop dates are. Um, you can also check us out on Kofi, Kofi.com forward slash Blue Cottage DD. So, but like I said, that's just if you really, really, really like us. Um, otherwise, just keep following along and keep checking us out. Uh, we're going to keep coming back from week to week and we hope you're enjoying the content. So, with that, let's jump into tonight's session. Glad to have everybody back at the table. It's always mm-hmm. weird when nice. not, not yes. everybody's here. It's a little, it's a little strange. But it's, it's glad to have you all back. Um, mm-hmm. Glad you're feeling better, like Yeah. Um, yeah my first full meal yesterday. <laughs> That's some tough stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, last time, you guys had returned to the Hinderval Manor after a very. Fabulous performance by Castros and Lafleur. Finger quotes. Um, <laughs> and um, <laughs> oh god! <laughs> uh, it took me a second to get that one. Um, the uh, you guys returned to the Hinterval Manor and had um, found all of the Hintervals and their uh, their employees bound and gagged in the living room. Uh, and there was a black dragonborn waiting for you at the top of the stairs with a head of a goblin that had apparently told her everything she needed to know to, uh, to come hunt you down. Um, she is uh, she's very frustrated because you let a demon out of a box, and she thinks that now you are in league with this demon, and so her order makes her have to kill you. I mean, you guys are in league with the, de- with the devils now, so... Um, there was a big, a big fight that took off, and uh, <laughs> you, it wasn't looking great for you guys all the way up until Artemis decided to blow the freaking house to hell. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, he, so he fireballed inside the house, house, blew out the windows, blew out the doors, like just destroyed the foyer. You uh, fixed her. <laughs> it was pretty, pretty rough. It was enough to garner the attention of all the town guards who came rushing in. And Fulmouth had to retreat because uh, the entire town guard was coming to the house. So she and the rest of the dust hunters uh, retreated. Um, you guys kind of helped clean up the mess. You spoke with Colvin a little bit, and um, you decided to. It's probably best to get out of town where where she can't to to a place where she can't track you. Um, so the next day, uh, or later on that night, you did uh, and it did dispel the magic on the soul gem that was trapping all of the uh, the souls that were lost to the timeless death. Inside, and you re- you release them all from their from their prison, and lo- including Lorelei, your childhood friend, who who thanked you before moving on to the underworld. Um, you restored Jacoby, uh, Jacoby Havendal, back to his uh, youthful self, and he was so grateful, and he returned. He gave you guys your reward of two thousand gold pieces. And then you made your way to the docks, where you met with Jacques and uh, and uh, bartered for a trip over to Amonweir after finding that he is the only person that's allowed to sell to and from the island, as the port is shut off to anyone else. So after gathering some belongings, purchasing some items, uh, which for those of you listening, since uh, Nathan was unable to make it last week, we we kind of discussed, and he went back to the music shop with all of his newfound gold and purchased a. Uh, a certain magical item that um, this DM did not look over carefully before only charging a thousand gold pieces for it, but it's fine. Busted. <laughs> it's fine. Still fine. <laughs> um, and then you guys went back to the. Uh, oh, you also got your bag of holding as well. Was the other thing that you acquired. And then you returned to the docks. Jacques uh, told you to. You would just have to make do inside the cargo hold, as uh, there there are no bunks. There's no real cap, real crew quarters because he has no crew. It's just him, 
And then you watched as this this older gentleman spun this entire 40-foot-long vessel around by himself. And using a few arcane runes and sails, he said, Take us home. And the sails begin to glow as they unfurled. And then you guys begin to sail away out of the harbor into the night. And that is where we're going to pick up tonight's session. As you guys are on the Harpy's Harpoon making your way towards Amonware. It's going to be about a four to five day uh, trip depending on the uh, depending on the, the weather and what happens. <laughs> so. We can turn it down the fan only probably. Too. Sweet. Thank you, Derek. You're welcome. So, as you guys um, sail off, Casters, you're a little... You're a little unnerved. Uh, this is the first time you've been on the water in a while, and uh, the last time was not a great experience. Yeah. Um, so, as you guys, the, the night begins, uh, it's calm as the sun sets in the distance. Uh, the stars come out. The moon is almost full, not quite. It's about three-quarter full. Um, Jacques, do you man this whole ship by yourself? Indeed I do, ma'am. Is it not difficult? Doing it all alone? It can be on some days. Particularly when it is storming out. But I do like the quiet, the solitude of the ocean. And besides, I am never truly alone when the governess watches over me. Do any of us know... Who, like the mention of the governess? Do we actually know who that is or what it is? Or based on what you've heard, the governess is the um, she is just the ruler over Amonweir. It's a small um, city-state, if you will, that operates independently on this island. Uh, it's technically you would know this much. It is technically Eladoran property, not Thielden. But it operates on its own. It brings in quite a bit of money for the, for the country. I don't know much about this, Governess. Would you mind sharing, Joel? Mm-hmm. The Governess is, uh... She is special, you see. Ever since the Governor died, she has been the widow of the island. She is our Widow Queen. She is powerful. As she is beautiful. Um, you guys know too, uh, as Jacques kind of is. He, um, at this point, uh, you watch as he uh, locks the sails in, ties them down, and um, follow me. I will show you to the cargo hold where you will be sleeping. He kind of leads you down a set of stairs, uh, kind of towards the front of the ship that leads down underneath in, into the second level and uh, below. Um, there are there are some crates and barrels in here. You do see quite a, like probably three, four dozen crates and barrels kind of stacked around the edges. Um, but there is some space for you guys to kind of splay out in the middle of the floor. You see a lot of straw as well in here. Um, uh, you do hear as you kind of enter in with your very keen ears, uh, Cecilia. You do hear a little bit of squeaking, like you hear these these mice kind of. Um, just, just kind of squeaking. You can see uh, the rest of you kind of watch as they, uh, one or two of them kind of shift around in the straw. And uh, Jacques just kind of looks at you and says, Don't mind the rats and they won't mind you. They bother you, just throw them overboard to the sharks. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> um, I will find a place as best I can to set up federal. Um... Okay. I'm gonna kind of go in a corner, um, get comfy-ish. I guess to the straw and get comfy and read about the book and try to use the ring for the first time. Okay. I would like to take off my medallion and walk over to Admin. <laughs> okay. Yes. Um, I don't have any use for this anymore, so mm. I don't know if you would want to use it potentially. Uh, sure. Yeah. Just get that over and 
do so a little training. The thoughts. To yeah. take thoughts? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Sharing is caring. She made one very good spell for what, seven? Seven. <laughs> yeah. The sacrifice. To this new thing. And also put my loot um, in the bag of holding, if that's okay. okay. Alright, so yeah, you take your loot and you're gonna put it in the bag of holding as you now space. have a, a new one. Um, <laughs> wow. Yeah. As you have a, a new, very nice, very well made one with a lot of animals kind of etched into it. Um, uh, as you begin to take some time to strum it, it is definitely tuned a little differently from your other one. Um, but after a little bit of tweaking, it, you get it to a sound you like and you play it elegantly. After an hour, you are attuned to it. Thank you, Kessaris. Um, I will also tune to this. Okay. As you as you take the time to attune to this item, um, you hear a voice as at the, the top of the hour as you attune to it, kind of speaks up in your ears. Ah, I see it's changed hands. Interesting. I guess the tiefling got tired of it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so with the ring I got from the performance, um, what did that do again? And do I have to attune to that? It is, it does require two minutes as well. What does it do again? Uh, it gives you, uh, advantage on, let's see. Yeah, the ring of the wrong session. Let's see. Ring of the Thespian. Requires attunement, allows advantage on all performance, athletics, and acrobatics checks. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and you can have four? Three. <laughs> Is the rope attunement that I yeah, just brought? rope does not require attunement. Okay. Okay, I'm good now. Okay. <laughs> the rope does not require attunement. The rope just works. You just give that to anybody. Nice. Good. Good. Cool. <laughs> So as you go to read the book, um, kind of shoot, can you grab me the mythic Odysseys of Pharaoh's book for me, if you don't mind? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you would. Sorry. Right. Thank you. Appreciate it. Artemis, is there anything you'd like to do as you settle in for the evening? I have one more thing I want to do after he does that. Okay. What do you like to do? No. Um, I want to go talk to Castros. Oh. <laughs> All right. Oh, interesting. Wow, wow, wow. So, so you spent a lot of money there. I did. It's, it seems worth it. It has cool animals on it. It's free spells, so. Still want both his lab, right? Yeah, for sure. Are you trying to go after it now? I don't play instruments. It's worth a lot, you know. I don't know. But you, you know, you did a good performance, you know, back there. Mm-hmm. You did did really well. I'm surprised, you know. I'm surprised. Are you well, surprised? I thought you'd be shaken up. See. <laughs> What's her name wasn't there, you know, you had to yeah, like sure. fake her in there, you know. So yeah. needless to say I was you know I was afraid you weren't gonna do well. I don't know why, it was uh, it was just a whole unusual thing, you know, being your sister, being the turned on us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, so as I was thinking about stuff What, what, you know, what could he do for Castro to go and make him, you know, maybe get over this whole thing with his sister being, or maybe not sister, maybe, is, it, is she your sister? I know she's related somehow. The Fleur, she was like, just my she's last a falcon, She was a falcon, yeah. So somehow she's related. Do I actually know, like, probably like a cousin, like, not we don't know. entirely sure. Okay. Uh, you know that your, your father had spoken of having distant relatives okay. from time to time, but yeah. you've never met them. Okay. So I'll just relay that to Artemis. 
not really sure. Um, yeah, my father had mentioned distant relatives, but... You don't know whether that's your sister or not? I know she's not my sister. Okay. Perhaps not my... What I know from my father, uh, <laughs> that's what I know. Well, here's the thing, you know, that was, uh, I thought you did well on performance. I was afraid you yeah. weren't, because I thought it was going to shake you up, you know, here when yeah. she turned on you. Yeah. It so. was pretty close. Yeah, I was kind of concerned how they were going to take me bringing Fleur, and they did notice that it was an illusion, so wouldn't put it past Nectarius. So, but with all the help from Adamant and Cecilia, it worked out, luckily. So. <laughs> And your support, of course, and not sending cheese nip was very helpful. Well, I did want to support you, <laughs> but then this I here, I was wanting to go, I conjured this up for you. Oh my gosh! Stop! Wait! So I think it was long trip, so you could practice, you know. What is this? It's a liar. Is it actually? <gasps> Bro! You Artemis? Oh, I mean, I know it's not, you know. Of course, it's just, yeah, maybe, you know, just Whoa. prepare you for the day when you do get it. Yeah. How does it look compared to the one, my. Because I don't have a liar. I have. This yeah. one This one gives off a slight arcane oh. glow. Oh, oh my gosh. Wow. Thank you so much, Artemis. I'm going to go put my old one in the bag of holding as well. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, dude. <laughs> I give him a quick hug. And like, <laughs> it's like a little, just you kind of, this little, yeah. <laughs> okay. And then I'm gonna go up and practice with this thing a little right. on deck. So you step onto the deck and uh, make your way up, and you see Jacques over behind the helm as he watches you approach. And, um, just kind of gives you a nod as you begin to prepare your music, prepare to play. Um, and we'll get back to that. Actually, like, uh, so yeah, you begin to read, and then kind of. So, as you take your uh, your new magic item, you take the lens, the uh, scribe, and kind of run it across the pages. You flip to uh, you find a page that was read to you before by your allies. That was the one telling the tale of the hunters that were deceived into shooting at one another, and Ilya pierced this individual that returned to a tree. The, or the first, excuse me, to a tree. Well, you read another, and you, you're starting to gather that the first, whoever they may be, and Nylia, not the best of friends. As you find where there is a tale, um, a myth, a legend, regarding Nylia and her most trusted friend and companion named Arasta. Arasta, you, you hear the voice kind of speak up as you run across, you hear this voice kind of speaks out to you. Nylia and her friend Arasta, dearest of uh, kin, a dryad from the, from the forest in which Nylia ha- uh, hailed. I cannot do that voice and, and speak this, but you get the idea. <laughs> <laughs> Can I do that voice? So, uh, here we go. I'm just gonna read it off as well. Okay. <laughs> One day, when wandering through the woods, the first became envious of the pair, and stung by some forgotten slight, transformed a Rasta into a terrible monster. To prove that the goddess's love was based on beauty, not true kinship. Seeing the unfamiliar creature, Nylia was horrified and drove her away. Shattered, Arasta retreated and has terrorized the god's servants ever since. To this day, Nylia remains pained at the loss of her best friend. and offers great reward to any who can find her whereabouts. Does it give any hints about where her best friend or her friend would be, or just...? Um, as you kind of continue reading, uh, it's, you do hear a bit of a, uh, a tale of the forest. Um, 
me see. The thing that catches your attention, actually, is that the pair used to wander the old kinder forest from time to time. And you actually know where that forest is? It is forest on Drishkin land, east of the Emerald Mountains. Of what mountains? The Emerald Mountains. You were actually all pretty close to it when you were in the Golden Hills. It's due north of the Golden Hills. So. This thing works pretty well. <laughs> <laughs> what would you, would you like to add up? I want to go to uh, Top Deck and find a place to sit down. And I want to take out my crystal, and it's the first time I've been open sky. Are there stars? There are stars, actually. It's very, uh, it's very beautiful out tonight, actually. The, uh, there's, there's a few clouds that are slowly beginning to, to clear, though. I just want to do a produce flame and take out the crystal and see if anything changes being under the open sky. Okay, so you kind of pull out your produce flame, um, take your crystal out, and kind of begin to turn it towards the deck a little bit, twisting it around. And um, you don't see. <laughs> what? Just what so you is know. This is Ross From Iron Man. What? Let's go ahead. <laughs> Santa Claus tonight. Yeah, right? There we are. Whoa. So, <laughs> as you kind of pull it out and you begin to dance it across the sky, you watch as it kind of gleams up into the air and twirls about. You see the, the patterns, the map, um, kind of reflecting off the, uh, the uh, even take it over to the side and actually that reflected off the ocean as well as you watch. It's beautiful. It's immaculately made. Um, but it doesn't seem to have changed. Still the same starry pattern, the same map that it has been. We're still not sure what it means. Okay. Um, and then with the produce flame, I just want to sit on the deck and then there's books that I found in Erebos's temple. I want to take those out and take some time to read them. Okay. So as you take these books out and you begin to, to read through, um, you get to an excerpt about that catches your attention. One that speaks about a deal. It tells the origin of the Drishkin's tattoos. There was a Drishkin priest who approached Erebos, the god of death, and made a deal. During its time, the Drishkins were at war against a powerful enemy known as Viserius. Viserius was a necromancer of great power and had an army of undead at his side. The Drishkins and Theoldens formed an alliance to fight off this foe. However, the, the, the Drishkins were not strong enough to defeat his armies. They feared, because with every, with every member of their family lost, with every soldier the Drishkins lost, Viserys raised them from the dead and brought them back as soldiers in his army. So this priest approached Erebos and made a deal. One that would keep Viserys from using any more Drishkins as his pawns. Effectively, Erebos's he claimed dominion over all Drishkin souls that passed into the underworld with this deal. In return, the, Drish Drish the Drishkins were granted with strength, and they were able to resist necromancy magic, and their bodies could not be brought back from the dead. And the deal remains in place to this day at least until the book was written. Drishkins cannot be raised from the dead, for their souls belong to Erebos. 
Thank you, Billy. Billy went on a shopping spree, apparently. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Amazon suggesting me things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, listening. Always. So. All right. Is there anything anybody else would like to do before you take a long rest? Um, actually, you know, point of note, I don't know, as you're over there kind of reading through this book, um, just as you kind of close it and look over the, uh, the edge of the, the boat off, out to the sea, kind of staring off into the ocean waves, uh, Jacques approaches you. You can hear his heavy footfalls on the wood behind you, Castor, so you can see this happening. So you see as uh, Jacques is kind of making his way over to Adnet as you kind of slowly strum up top deck. Um, as he approaches, he kind of leans over the railing with you. He looks at you. So tell me then, what is it that you've been searching for on my ship? Hmm. Nothing in particular on your ship. But you are curious about something, otherwise you would not be searching for magic. I'm a bit curious about you. You have enchantment magic all over you. It's not my place to ask, but I am intrigued. (laughs) That is the protection of the governess. It is the blessing she gives me. It is how I can make this dreaded trip across the Amarth by myself, with no one to aid me. Do you worship this governess? I wouldn't say worship, as much as I do just respect her. She is my governess, she is my queen. Is she human? She is human. But she is also more. And she protects me as she does all the members of Lethia. And I have no doubt that she will want to protect you and your friends, too. I'd like to hope so, since we're going to her home. If you're on this ship, you are under the protection of the governess. And when you get to Amanguia, you will be under her protection there as well. Just something you should be worried about, Tom. He kind of looks over. At Casseros, there is someone watching that one, even now as we speak. You see, I too, and he kind of points to one eye, and you notice as he kind of point gestures at it, it's a slightly different color from the other, and it lists a little to one side. Can't see things that others cannot. And he kind of stands up and begins to walk away. Just let me get plenty of mind. Mind of my own business. Let me just fly around. Casserose. <laughs> yes? <laughs> Did you know that uh, someone's watching you? Apparently. Who? I don't know. <laughs> And I do a quick ritual to cast of detect magic. Ritual cast. So as you uh, finish, yeah, casting, it's probably kind of gone. Yeah. So you ritual, finish ritual casting detect magic, and you look around. There's nothing there. Mm. Like you thought, like someone who would be watching. Well, <laughs> oh, a couple of people. Possibly Captain Sinner. Oh, that's true. Yes. <laughs> Do you know how much the Dondreds would be willing to pay for you? DM? Um, be able to make a guess? Uh, depends on how pissed off Regario is. <laughs> Based on the fact that you killed like five of his men back in, uh, <laughs> back in Stonebrook <laughs> and Donovan got away and was probably able to get back and tell him. Oh man, that's um, how hell. You know Regario's got a pretty big horde. 
you know he's got he's got a lot of he's got a lot of money. So on a good day, a few hundred gold pieces. On a bad day, maybe more. Okay. <laughs> I relay that. <laughs> so Well But I know if Regario would like have the you know, magical prowess to spy on me. Or would I think From it would which, be someone else? Yeah, knowing what you know about Regario, no, uh, he doesn't. He doesn't have that kind. Of, he doesn't have any arcanists in okay. his crew. Yeah, his crew is a bunch of brutes. So, relay that. Well, if we encounter the sinner again, could potentially pay her off. Mm. It's something we can afford. Yeah, I just spent all of my money. You completely broke. It was really nice item. Look at that. It's a new... What's it called again? A Bandori? Yeah. It's a new Bandori. I think we're going to start an IOU tag for you. Oh? Oh, speaking of that, don't I still owe you from opening... It's fine. I can pay you back. It's fine. It's really... How much was it? It's fine. I think it was only like... 20 gold pieces or something, 25 maybe. Okay. But it's fine, really. But <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe a little more frugal. <laughs> but I don't blame you. It's a really nice instrument. It is. I know. Sorry. I could resist it. I'm kind of impulsive. You don't say. <laughs> so. I think we have enough of things that we've purchased, found, and otherwise. Mm. Maybe. We'll see. For now. For now. <laughs> and maybe Cinna might want something else. Who knows? She's a pirate. I'm sure she has plenty of stolen treasure. It's just the pirate in me. I just like to hoard treasure. <laughs> All right. <And> instruments. <laughs> that bag of holding's gonna be full of them soon. <laughs> so. That's what it's there for. Yeah. Whatever we find. I'm glad we got way. that though. Me too. I've never seen a bag like that before. I know. So. Well, maybe definitely take watch. Mm-hmm. Watch out for. Something. I can go. Oh, you mean the eye? The yeah. Yes. Uh, I thought you meant tonight. It was like. Yeah. Should we watch tonight? <laughs> yes. Oh. Mm-hmm. Okay. I can go first. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Good night. So, who's going to take yeah. second watch? I can. Okay. Third watch? I go third. I go last. Am I waking me up? Okay. <laughs> um. Question. I have to wait for the morning to be attuned to my new item. Right. No. no. It's an hour. It's an hour. So if I use this spell now, when I wake up in the morning, it'll be the back. It'll be I'm gonna cast fly on myself. <laughs> <laughs> so you 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 wait till he watches everyone kind of makes their way down. Like it's, uh, you're taking watch as Anna takes makes her way down. You kind of look around. You watch as uh, <laughs> he watches Jacques makes his way into the captain's quarters for a little while, and oh as, as you're left alone, you're like, <laughs> the the air beneath your feet kicks up, and you begin to rise uh, off the ship. And then I just before I do it, I'll say, Mavis, watch this, and then I go do it. And Mavis just kind of <laughs> <laughs> you fly up in the air, and then she soars up after you, kind of swirling about you. As the two of you uh, kind of fly around each other in the air. (laughs) And then, yeah, just look back. How far are we from Iridesca? At this point, you've been been on sea for a couple hours, so you can still see the the shoreline in the distance. You can see the a few dots of the city lights here and there. Um, Like you can actually see it along the shore. Uh, You're not that far out, so you can still kind of see it as it's the lantern lights throughout the city um, speckle the shoreline in the distance and you can see the black cliffs to the south Um, you do notice um, as you kind of look to the south from this far out though um, which you've been here before it's been a while you were on the sea but you can see the clouds that loom over the storm cliffs 
far to the south of Iridesa. Mm -hmm. so. I will, yep, watch from up here to get a better view of everything around us. So, so for 10 minutes. Yeah. So mm -hmm. you kind of spend some time just kind of keeping an eye out. Make a perception check for me. You'll <laughs> <laughs> just keep looking. Just because you're up as high as a bird, you doesn't Dang mean you have bird's vision. It's a three. <laughs> you're so enamored with your um, with flying your flying speed. about uh, that you just kind of just flying around with me. Around around with me. I do need you to roll a d8 for me. I'd rather not. It's kind of. God, it's a two. Two. Okay. You do see, um, as you, something does catch your attention as you're kind of trying to watch, you do see is kind of to the north a little bit, you see something shift in the water this comes. And then you see it again. And you just see shimmering in the moonlight. You watch as this pot of dolphins is swimming not far from your ship as, it's, as they're hopping um, out of the water, um, surfacing, and, and they kind of come close to the ship, uh, probably nine or ten of them. And then dive and disappear underneath the surface. Mm. So. Is it be? Could I cast speak with animals? Do you speak with them? Uh, That's too con quick. Concentration. Oh. Two concentration spells. What if I went down? <laughs> yeah, you can go down and then try. Yeah, I'll do that. No more flying. <laughs> no more flying. You fly down and then you strum another little tune and um, you kind of speak down and one of them just kind of. No, hi there! Oh. <laughs> hey guys! He kind of flips over on his back and just kind of like does the little sh just shifts in the water as he's looking up at you. How are you guys doing on this fine evening? <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy this warmer water that we are. Yeah. Um, so I was trying to just, you know, take watch. Did you see anything, you know, that we should be worried about <laughs> around this ship? Oh, hang on just a second, I'll see. Okay, he dives the sonar stuff. He dives underneath the water. And, kind of <laughs> and he comes back and kind of sticks his head back up and he kind of speaks up. Nothing you have to worry about. Uh, what's that supposed to mean? What's down there? Well, they can't get in the boat with you, so it'll be fine. What is it, frat buddy? Well, they look like us, but they have lots of teeth and they're a little bigger. Okay. I wouldn't suggest a swim if I were you. Okay. <laughs> Good to know. But, like, we're fine, right? Like, in the ship, it's not going to text you. Oh, yeah, probably. you're fine. Okay. For now. <laughs> okay. Well, you guys have a good swim, I guess. Where are you going? We're in the ship. I mean, <laughs> you can go now. It's nice meeting you. <laughs> All right. Watch okay. out for the shark people. Those are the ones you got to worry about. He turns around, he swim, starts to swim on, and then he comes back one more time. He says, "Oh yeah, and turtle," and then dives underneath the uh, underneath the water. And what? Turtle. turtle. What's turtle? Turtle. Turtle. What's that? Turtle. What's yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm gonna go. Is it about time, or do I have a lot of time before I wake up the next person? Um, you got about an hour, probably. So. I'll wait until something bad happens. <laughs> 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 the rest of your watch goes on in peace. Yes. Okay. Cool. Oh my god. Uh, okay, so I'm gonna go down and wake up whoever's next and let them know what the dolphin said. Right. So Cecilia. <sighs> okay. <laughs> I just had maybe the best night. I wasn't on Teak Teak, but I was flying and I did also speak to some dolphins. And you're sure you were not? I'm sure. It's this new. <laughs> Bandori, I can't uh, Bandori. Okay. Oh, cool. You'll see tomorrow. We'll help you with it. Will I see? Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Good luck on watch. Inspiration. It's there. You lob it, I dunk it. <laughs> I'm blind. Right. <laughs> Boy. Alright, so, um, need you to make a perception check. For okay. Me. As you make your way to the top deck. Ooh, a 20? A mm -hmm. nuts 20 plus 1 
Um, uh, and then the plus is seven, so twenty-eight. Twenty-eight. Wow. Damn. So, kind of listening out about. Um, it's been a long time since you've been. You've never been on the ocean, like on the ocean, but you've spent a long time since you've been to the ocean. Uh, many years ago, that you went with your father. Um, so the sound of the waves is kind of unique to you, especially now that you that is so your senses are so heightened. Um, occasionally, you hear something kind of splash around, and then it sounds like something coming in and out of the of the water of the waves. Um, you do hear overhead too. Um, you hear like uh, sounds like wings flapping, just kind of just very uh, fluttering bird wings as they kind of fly back towards, like following the wind back towards the um, towards Iridessa. The wind's kind of blowing in your hair. This the ship moves pretty quickly with the arcane sails, um, so you keep having to like move your hair out of your face a little bit. It's kind of like getting all like tickling your nose and bothering you a bit. Um, but amidst all that, you do hear is uh, Jacques comes out of the captain's quarters and uh, kind of moseys past you. He sounds uh, like he kind of walks past you and begins to make his way down into the uh, cargo hold. Just kind of mosey over to that direction. Mm-hmm. You kind of shift over, follow a little bit. Okay. Yeah. I'm just, I mean, if anything comes, I'm just gonna. Yeah. All right. So as you kind of shift just over towards the stairway, as he as he makes his way down, you hear as he kind of walks, takes a few steps. He's kind of like faint, just kind of. Just kind of the the wood creaking under his boots, and he. He comes to a stop at some point. Stands there and goes quiet for a bit. And you hear as he says under his breath with a natural 20. Um, (laughs) You hear as he kind of whispers to himself. It's kind of me. And then he turns around takes a step back and then he says one more but it must and then he makes his way back up the stairs you kind of like shuffle back out of the position like you you, you don't want to listen to anything uh, he makes his way up and he's whistling as he's kind of gets to you and as he kind of gets to the top of the stairs he stops and he looks in your direction so I see you do not need eyes to find your targets. Not necessarily. I guess you can say I am blessed by specific someone. <laughs> yes, I understand, little elf. And he continues and makes his way back up to the helm. And Are things okay? Just, I feel a little edgy. <laughs> Everything is fine. Inside check. Inside check. <laughs> <laughs> um, 13 plus 7, so 20. In the moment where you need this. Uh, mm. <laughs> you can't quite... Uh, he seems honest when he says everything is fine, and he, you, you, you can feel as he's saying it through a smile. Everything is fine. It is more than fine. The governess's eyes are upon us this night. I feel that our luck is changing. Well, I hope for the good. <laughs> he whistles a little as he walks away from you and makes his way up to the helm and grabs it, grabs hold of it, and he spins it. There's like a moment where you have to kind of like catch yourself as he spins the ship around just a little bit, kind of like tilts the direction, um, and then grabs it again. The boat begins to keep keeps sail. Um, that brings them into your watch. Okay. We'll go poke Artemis. 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 <laughs> well, well. <laughs> it's your turn. Right. Oh, oh. Are we there? Uh, no, I don't think we are. It sounds like there's a lot of water, so. Ah, right, right, yeah. My watch, my 
Yeah. Uh, I still yeah. sleep. It's okay. Did you see anything? anything did I happen? see anything? Yeah, anything I need to worry about. No. Well, you I, know what I mean. I mean, did you? Y'all notice, are just so you? insensitive sometimes, <laughs> and I just don't think you realize how hard it can be. But no, I didn't see anything, Artemis, and I didn't hear anything. Well, actually, I did hear something. <laughs> Besides the waves. Besides the waves, yeah. Um, I mean, it sounds like Jacques is surprised at something, but I can't tell what it is. He seems pretty confident that our luck is changing, and so he says that we're safe, and I just think I can sleep well tonight knowing that. He told you this. I heard it. And, and then when I asked him if things were okay, he said, our luck, his, or the luck is changing. Oh. That's good to know, I guess. All right, well, hope that means I won't have to worry about anything as I watch. I hope not, but I mean, if anything, if you're bored, he is a worthy person to talk to. All right. <laughs> well, good night and sleep tight. Okay, good luck. Hopefully you don't see anything. <laughs> so, um, make a perception check for me, Artemis. Nine. Nine. So, kind of step in the top deck, uh, winds blowing uh, pretty hard. Um, there is, uh, it seems to be a pretty about midway through your watch is when it picks up. There is a very slightly more intense gust of wind that kind of starts blowing from the north, uh, from the northeast, um, against your ship. Um, you stars still in the sky. Everything still seems well enough. You guys have been traveling at sea for about seven, eight hours now, so you're good twenty miles offshore. And you kind of look back, and the coast is gone. Um, your watch goes unimpeded. Put not my fancy paper, my regular paper. Quickly jot down the things that have happened and the people we saw on the last day or two. Okay. Tuck it in my book. Alright. And I go to Adam. We'll be next. Okay. <laughs> go to Adam now, but. Alright. Yes. Already away. Yes. Couldn't sleep. Not well, anyway, on the water. Oh, you? Never been on the water before. Yeah, well, I mean, it's. It's not that bad. I mean, even when it gets rough, it's. It's just water. Yes, but it's lots of it. <laughs> well, While well, I can swim. Well, well, <laughs> right. <laughs> the things on the land don't necessarily want to eat me. Sometimes, yes, but I have a better chance of getting away from them than I do on the water. It's fine, and really, I'm just trouble sleeping, that's all. Well, you know, we did have some, uh, I can't remember who has it, I I have it, or who, you know, we do have that, uh, that herb. It might relax you if you want to. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I, I think I'm quite alright for now, but thank you. Alright. Yes. Do I have it? Uh, possibly, wood. yes. Okay. Alcohol will do all the same for me for now. Alright, well, um, I didn't see nothing. There was, uh, uh, Didn't see nothing? Well, I mean... Yes. No, that's what Cecilia said. I hope I don't see anything. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but she did tell me that uh, she heard uh, Jock talking and uh, said that things were going to be lucky changing and things were going to be fine. And she asked him, uh, that you'll be okay, and he said yes. So, I don't really know what it means, but I figured I'd let you know. It's very cryptic and hopeful. Things could be worse, I suppose. Um, all right. Sweet dreams. Thanks for that. Uh, no, no, you're all going to sleep, sleep now. Sleep. Yes. Okay. <laughs> good night. So, good night. <laughs> I'm going to take your watch as you make your way up to the top deck. Um, you go to take watch. You do notice uh, Jacques is still awake, still at the helm, still pressing forward. Um, but I, hmm. I'll just walk up to him. Okay. Do you not need to sleep? Kind of looks down at you. 
Not as much as I used to. The governess's protection keeps me from that. Though when I get to port, I sleep from sometimes from two to three days at a time. <laughs> Catches up to me, you see. But while I'm at the sea, I feel alive, awake, energetic. Did you do anything in particular to receive the governess's blessing? Simply swore fealty to her, and she bestowed her gifts upon me. As all do who go to Amamuya. It is very rare anyone leaves. Is there a reason for that? It is paradise. Beautiful ocean, beautiful rum, beautiful people. It is truly something to behold. Mm. Simple and yet perfect in its way only. Does it seem like he genuinely believes that? Make an inside check. Thirteen. Mm-hmm. He seems honest. Seems to genuinely believe it's perfect in its own way. I can't wait to see this paradise. I don't think I've ever been anywhere before and just quite described like that. Just a few more days then, and you will see it for yourself. So you say our luck is changing, yes? So we're travelers in your group, Dan. Even while you sleep. Even while we sleep. Ever watchful. Have to be. Yes, well... The stars tell me. The wind tells me. The dark luck is changing indeed. I want to pop off the detect thoughts. Detect thoughts? Mm. Yes. <laughs> you immediately right feel person. like... His immediate thoughts are. I totally forgot you attuned to that item. No. <laughs> yes. All right. All right. <laughs> whisper. Yeah, this is gonna be a whisper. Oh, whisper. Oh, He's being honest. Alright. Anything else you'd like to do? Just keep watch. Keep watch. The rest of your watch goes unimpeded. What you do see is a red sun rises in the east. And the wind begins to pick up a little bit more as you continue to sail. The gusts getting more and more party with every passing minute. I go wake up the rest of the party. Okay. Good morning. Do you all sleep all right? Good morning. Yeah, slept better than I have in a long time. Mercy kind of sits up and looks at all of you. (laughs) (sighs) And her hair is all disheveled and she kind of she kind of pops her back a bit. (sighs) Well, I must admit the ship's a little rough. I think a mouse might have chewed my slipper. Oh no, <laughs> you brought your slippers. <laughs> well, of course I brought my slippers. What else do you sleep in? Now Not, not your boots. Yes. This is incredibly uncomfortable. You're not wrong, I'd rather be barefoot, but... Attacked in the middle of the She's night. Kinda, she kind of like... I'm sorry, did you say barefoot? Yes. <laughs> no. <laughs> 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 Hard <laughs> 
fine. To each their own. <laughs> Indeed. To each their own. <laughs> <laughs> Too bougie. Well, nothing happened in, <laughs> as far as I know. I spoke to some dolphins and flew around with Mavis. That sounds like a fun night. It was really fun. It was very freeing. So. Genua. Uh, instrument allow you to do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it does. Wow. Yeah. Could you imagine the performances, being able to fly around while you perform? It's almost like you don't need us to help you anymore. I mean, I could always use the help. <laughs> it's not never a bad thing unless it's Cheesnip trying to dance. <laughs> but... <laughs> Everything else has been helpful. It would really add. That would be really cool. Mm-hmm. Mm. Never seen someone fly when they perform. I don't think I have Exciting. Anyway. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Go up. Mm-hmm. Top down. Yeah. Okay. Alright, so. You all make your way up top. Um, it is a relatively quiet sail for a while, for a couple of hours pass. Um, the sun continues to rise. And then you see as suddenly things begin to get a little dark. You see as clouds begin to roll in from the northwest. Never a dull moment. Never a dull moment. As the clouds begin to roll in, and me, uh, let's turn that. And I want my lantern back. <laughs> <laughs> I think so, man. <laughs> I'm never gonna get another one. Let me find it. I need to have more. Just a what is that? It, it apparently nice. makes noise too. <laughs> oh, good. I love it. There it is. That's fun. Yeah, I did not realize that. <laughs> so. You see, up ahead, as the storm begins to roll in, you hear the thunder. And you see the lightning in the distance, and you can feel the waves kind of crashing against the hull a little more intensely. And as the clouds begin to cover up over your ship, Jacques kind of looks around and. This is not a natural storm. Everyone, come over here quickly. Okay. Alright. <laughs> What's wrong? Quite a reed of a bush or something and I'm gonna go and cast the spell on all of us for 24 hours we can breathe water. Oh! Okay. Alright. Thanks. <laughs> Just a precaution. You never know what's gonna happen. Huh. No, Much very yeah. As you finish the spell off and the rest all of you kind of feel you feel the gills kind of just kind of pop underneath your chin a little bit. It's a little weird feeling. It's weird. You see a shadow on the horizon. You see a small speck. Looks like a ship in the waves as it approaches closer. Closer. You pull out your... You conjure up your spyglass and you look ahead and you see a ship with a flag on top. There's a uh, black flag with a pair of boots uh, uh, thunderbolts crossing between them. And you look down and you see at the helm, you see a familiar white coat, long platinum hair. You see a Sahogan pirate right next to them as you see Captain Senna and the Stormwalker crew as they approach in your direction. Kathros, this is not looking good. <laughs> and we're going to take a quick break. <laughs> Money, go away. <laughs> so we'll take a quick break and we'll be right back. We're gonna fix another drink. This is good. <gasps> oh, wow. 